up. Welcome to Unfiltered Ascent, the unfiltered space where personal growth meets raw authenticity. Join us as we move through the uncharted territories of self-improvement, pushing boundaries, and tapping into the killer mentality that lies dormant within. Join us on the journey to break free from the ordinary and embrace the extraordinary. I'm your host, Big Ice. I'm joined by my co-host, One Mile, HK, and a special guest, Blackbeard. How's it going? Going pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. So, um... We've invited you on as you have a lot of experience with uh, public speaking and, you know, building confidence. You know, tell us your story. Yeah, so my story really started uh, after a very big personal tragedy that occurred in my life. And that really led me down the road of wanting to speak out against injustices that are happening in the world. And from that point on, I, I really made it a priority to make sure that I was voicing my opinion and voicing how I think that society can change for the better. And really the only way to do that effectively, or one of the ways to do that effectively was through public speaking. So I had to really practice and get good at it in order for that to be effective. Right. So could you kind of guide us through how you've gained confidence or, you know, maybe you were kind of already, you know, raised confident in in your public speaking skills. What did it take for you to get on stage in front of you know thousands of people and express your ideas? Yeah, so confidence, it really stemmed from me having a purpose for being there. When you know your purpose, and confidence becomes easy, it just, it just comes. When you know I'm here because I want to make the world a better place, then for, forget about, oh, I'm nervous, I'm going to mess up. No, that's not important right now. What's important is getting your message out. And when, you're, when I was up there on that stage or whenever I am in front of a crowd... I don't think of it as, oh, no, I'm doing a speech. No, no, that's not what it is. I'm just having a conversation so I can tell people how the world can change for the better and how we can do that. And that's really what's important. You just need to get your message out there. And whether this is for whatever it is in your life, you always have to be confident because confidence, it gives a, sen- it gives a good sense to anybody you're talking to. They trust you when you have that confidence in you. You need to be able to stand up there and speak for what you believe in because that is what's important in life. I learned from that tragedy that what's important is not the little things like, you know, playing video games or, you know, any of the small things that we busy ourselves with all the time. What's important is the legacy that you leave behind. And also, at least in my case, I'm a very religious person. So for me, both my religion and my legacy, that's who I am now. That's who I want to be, at least. I really like the fact that you mentioned purpose. Could you explain purpose? What is purpose? To me, purpose is the driving force of why I'm here and why I do what I do. If you do not know your purpose for doing something, then you really need to question why you're doing it. And that goes for really anything in your life, even if it's something small. Even if it's just, why am I having fun right now? You need to know I'm having fun because the relationships in my life are important. Being with my friends, that's something that's important to me. If you know that, then you're there with a purpose. However, if you're just wasting time in life, then you'll realize that you don't have a purpose and, or you're not living up to your purpose. So you need to really think about what is my purpose in life and what are all the small little things that I need to accomplish in order to get to that final purpose. No, when it comes to purpose, I find that what you first need to do is really think about who you want to be at the end of your life. At the end of your life, you need to think back on your life and think, I'm proud of who I was. 
And in order to get to that state, you need to know what is my purpose. And that, and that can be different for different people. It's not going to be the same thing for everyone. Like, I get what you mean, though, because when you die and you look back on your life, on your deathbed, you don't want to have any regrets about what you do. You want to know that you found your purpose. Like, you already found it. Exactly. No, in my opinion, the most important thing when you're young is to know who you want to be. And you don't, it doesn't have to be super exact. It does not have to be super precise when you're young. But you need to know your general direction. And you can analyze then, is what I'm doing working towards that? Now, obviously, I'm not saying you have to work 24-7 towards whatever goal that is. However, no matter what you do, you want to cut out what I call dead time. So if you're just on your phone scrolling through social media, if you think, okay, am I learning anything? Am I doing anything? Or maybe even some a purpose in your life at the moment could be, I need to relax sometimes. That, that is true. Sometimes you need to, you know, take a nap. Sometimes you need to do things. However, is scrolling on your phone relaxing? Are we spending five hours, you know, That's scrolling through TikTok? No, That's exactly. It's just stimulating your brain. It's, yeah. Yeah. Your brain. it's probably keeping you awake lot. longer, exactly. making you more tired. Yeah. And you're not accomplishing anything doing it. So that's... That's the time you need to cut out and replace it with something that's productive or even something, if you're having fun, that can be productive in its own way. Ha- having fun can have, a, it has a purpose at obviously a time and a place. If you're having fun with your family and your friends, then that's something that's important. That, uh, you know, when we talk about purpose, generally people have this stereotypical image that it's just someone who's constantly driven, doing this, cutting everything out of life. That's not what purpose is. Purpose is living a balanced life. Yes. Living a life that they have their work life, their home life, their relationships. And once again, as, as I said for myself, the religious and faith-based side of my life, my purpose, in my opinion, is finding a balance between all that and succeeding in all of it. Right. Yeah, I think a big thing with purpose is focus. Whenever you're doing something, you want to give it absolutely all your attention. That's something that phones take away. When you're scrolling, you're mindlessly scrolling. Even when you're like playing with your friends, talking with your friends, having a laugh, you're focused. You're engaged with your friends. Uh, whereas when you're on your phone, you have no engagement. That's why when you talk to someone who's on their phone, they don't know what you're saying. They don't care about what you're saying. They just want that dopamine release. And it, it does take discipline to be able to focus on that purpose. It does, yeah. We've touched on the topic of you know, defining what purpose is. What about finding your purpose? Is that a unique journey for everyone? Or is it you know, something that's formulated and calculated? Yeah. So... I would definitely say that it is a unique journey for different people. And as I said, for me, when I really started thinking about my purpose, it was after a major tragedy that had happened in my life. However, that hopefully you do not need something like that to wake you up to help you find your purpose. So personally, I do think that it is a different journey for everyone. But what's important is that you're still, even if you don't know your purpose yet, you still need to be actively looking for it. And that might not be some rosy picture at the end of the road. It might just be, I want to be someone who is driven, who is driven at whatever they do. And maybe you don't know what that thing is yet, but you can still figure that out. We, we're here for you know, however many years we're on this earth, and we have that time to find and execute our purpose. So you don't need to know it now. Uh, whatever age you are, but you need to be working towards it. And that's what's important. And uh, honestly, this comes with really anything in your life. Personally, I would never think of someone in any negative way if they're working towards something, even if they're not there yet. It's, 
whatever goal they're working towards. Maybe they want to become, I don't know, the best tennis player in the world. If they are terrible right now, but they're training every day, then I respect that person. Now, if you want to become the best player in the world and you're sitting down on your couch not doing anything, yeah. then it's a different you know, I, I, might, I might want to motivate you to you know, sure. start working towards it. But if you have that purpose in your mind and you're really working towards it, then I respect that person who gets up every day and sticks to that plan. And even if you fail, and honestly, sometimes we will fail and we will falter, you just got to get back on that train. You can't, you can't let failure stop you. I think purpose comes with Either uh, one of two things, just maturity as you grow older, you realize uh, what you want to do just gradually or what you went through, which is like a trigger event, something that makes you wake up and realize I need to start doing this and I need to do it now. Yeah. And for me, that trigger event, it really sprung up the fact that even though I was uh, religious before, I'm a Muslim, so I still you know, prayed five times a day fast during the, uh, the month of Ramadan. After that, I really became a lot more serious about my religion, realizing that our time on this earth is limited and I want to make the most of it. And it became very front and center in my life. And then along with that came the other purpose that I want to be able to help my society, which I always, whenever I look at the world, I see it through a religious lens. So our religion really does encourage that betterment of society, whether that's through charity, whether that's through a volunteer work. And that's something that I'm very involved in nowadays. See, you know what I think with that is, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, would you live, your goal should be that you'd be able to live the same life, same day that you normally would. That's how uh, disciplined you should be at the end. That's what true discipline is. If somebody were to tell you, you're gonna die tomorrow, you would still wake up today and do everything you normally do because it's already good. You wouldn't have to change last minute. Mm -hmm. No, sometimes, even though it's a very serious thing to think about, something that I've gotten used to is, even if you're just walking down the street, you have to think to yourself sometimes, if I died in this moment, would I be happy with that? Would I be okay with, you know, the last day being my last day on earth? And sometimes... I think to myself and I say, you know what, I think I've done what I can. And sometimes I say to myself, no, I I need to do better. And that's what motivates me. And as uncomfortable as that is, you have to keep yourself accountable in that sense. Yeah, I I think the idea of keeping keeping death in your mind is, it's an interesting thing. When you keep death in your mind, you really live life according to how you think it should be lived, Mm -hmm. you know? No, Really, you need to live the way that you want to die. Right. That's how you need to view life. Because if you're not living the way that you want to die, then something needs to change because we're not always given a warning that we're going to die. You might leave this earth and you will not know when that day will come. So you have to be prepared for it. Because if you're not prepared for it, life's not going to wait for you to be prepared. Right? You just... You have There's to no ready. second chances. Right. Exactly. We get one chance at this life. So you have to make sure that you nail it. Or you at least do as best as you can. Because once again, what matters is your efforts. And what matters is if and when you fail, you get back right on. This reminded me of a saying, it's like, it's more of a meme, but YOLO. You only live once, but it has truth. It has a lot of truth. There is a lot of truth to it. You know what? Someone asked um, one of our local, um, one of our local um, sheikhs, 
about what he thinks about YOLO. And he said, it's true. Yeah. You only live once. <laughs> live it to the... Live it to the best. Live it to the when fullest. You, and personally, when I think live it to the fullest, I'm not thinking live it, you know, the most fun way you want to. You want to live it the most fulfilling way. Fulfilling way. And there's a difference between fulfilling and fun. When something's fun, sometimes it's just fun in that moment. And that's not what's important. When something's fulfilling... It can be fun as well. You know, hang, being around your family is fulfilling and fun. Fulfilling is something that you, when you look back on it, you think that, yes, that was worth it. Yeah. And that moment sticks with you. Fun, you know, playing video games can be fun. And, you know, sometimes you do need to relax and blow off some steam. But, hey, it's not mo- the most fulfilling thing. Right. If you're really living life to the fullest, that doesn't mean you're just taking the fun or the easy way. What it means is you're taking the way that it might be difficult now, but you know that it'll be the best for you on your deathbed. Or at least, you know, in our religion, Islam, it's very important that you think about on the day that all of our deeds are going to be looked at, all the good and all the bad and everything you did in your life. Uh, judgment day. Judgment day, exactly. You want to make sure that I'm happy with how I lived my life. And that's that moment that you want to prepare for. It's not, you don't want to live in the moment in the sense that you're only working towards this moment. You want to live in the moment while also preparing for the future. That's how you live life. If you're just living in the moment and it'll destroy your future, then you're not, you're not yeah, going to yeah. succeed in life. Exactly. I'm going to tell you that much. And, you know, it goes back to purpose. All of this comes back to purpose, that that moment that you're preparing for, that is your purpose. And whatever that is in life, maybe, maybe it's different for you. I know not everyone is religious. So maybe it's, you know, I want to... Uh, be the best at something. I want to be become better at something. That's the moment you're looking for. And then at the same time, you need to make sure you're fulfilling that purpose in your mo- in that moment that you're in, and you're living in the moment, living in the moment and preparing for the future. That's how you live life. So it's kind of this like uh, duality. Aspect. You could say so. Yeah. The one thing you don't want to do is live in the past. Right. Yeah. Right. Present and future. But the, the, I, past, I think, the past is valuable. The ba- the, yeah. You the learn past from the past. You need, to, you need to reflect on what you've done in the past. You, know, you, you mentioned about f- fulfilling. Some of the things in the past, you can think about, you know, this wasn't exactly my greatest moment. You can it, learn from the past, but the past doesn't have to be what you are It doesn't now. need to be held on You don't to. be yeah. shaped yeah. by the past. You learn from the past, live in the moment, and prepare for the future. Yes. I like that. I think, okay. I think that's how I want to finalize it. Yeah, we're going to put that in the, the wall of quotes. Yes, the wall of quotes. <laughs> so how do you live in the moment while preparing for the future? Yeah, so when we talk about living in the moment, we're talking about doing something that brings both joy and fulfillment. And whenever you're doing something that brings fulfillment, generally speaking, it will prepare for your future. So you want to do them at the same time. It's not, it, people think of it like you either live in the moment or prepare in the future. That's not what it is. It's about knowing what fulfills both of those criterion. And if you wanted to push it even further, you want to make sure that whatever you're doing, you learn from the mistakes of your past, as we talked about before. When, when you, we don't want to dwell on the past in the sense that you think, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, in an unhealthy way. So what's a healthy way of doing it? It's knowing what you should have done better and then using that and applying it to your situation now. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't be dwelling on your past mistakes because then you're going to make them again. So let me just hear. So you don't want to be dwelling on them in the sense that you're constantly thinking about what you would have done in the past. It's what can you learn from it? And once yeah. you know what you can learn from it, you don't you move don't on start, from it. You move and on, you, exactly. You, you improve and you become better. Because here's the thing. The past can drive you. 
if you know where you came from, if you knew, if you remember what not succeeding and what failing feels like, then you'll want to succeed even more. The past is what will drive you. If you forget the past, and that's that's another problem. When we say don't dwell on the past, it's not don't for, it's not forget the past. Forgetting the past is very unhealthy because then your know, history repeats. You have itself. nothing to learn. Exactly, you have nothing to learn from. You have nothing to drive you. Yeah. You're just a blank slate. You need the past is what has defined you so far, and if you want that to change, then you'll change that in the future, and then you will re. You won't rewrite the past, but you'll rewrite your legacy. Yeah, no matter. But you have what to know what your legacy is right now in order to for you to be critical about it. Yeah, of course. No matter what your situation is right now, there's obviously been things that you can learn from. Not every mistake in your past is something that was unavoidable. The nobody can say that. It doesn't matter what position you're in, whether you're homeless, whether you're super rich. It's all. Um, there's always things you can learn from. It's a it's a thing of balance, really. But going to the side of holding on to your past, how would you, you know, kind of let go or, or have that balance? How would you achieve balance and, you know, with, uh, so, with like, your past? So, what would you define as really holding on to your past? So, in my opinion, when you're holding on to your past in an unhealthy way, you're dwelling upon what is no longer to bring you benefit. What you need to keep with you is the lessons you learned as well as the fuel that you're going to use. You, you shouldn't live in the past like, oh, I wish this had happened. Or I wish I did this. I wish I did this. Those wishes, it's, it can get to an unhealthy point where all you're doing is thinking what you would have done and you're forgetting about what you can do. So I think it is important to hold, to hold the past as your fuel, but I don't think it's important to hold it as your future. You should not be looking at the past as if it's your future. Your future is what you're going to work towards. Stop working towards the past. Right. Use the past for your future, not the other way around. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and hopefully we can have you on in the future. And it was my pleasure. And of course, for the, for the listeners at home, hope you found benefit, hope you enjoyed, and goodbye for now.